Jack, if you had told me Friday morning that we would be doing this pod and not be completely despondent about it, I wouldn't have believed you because that game on Thursday was maybe even more embarrassing than the 13 to nothing loss to the Reds. Like the lifeless, embarrassing performance against a team that lost eight straight games in your freaking ballpark, not even showing up for it. And then Nola gives up the three run shot in the first, the next day. And we're like, well, this is going to freaking suck. Like what the hell? And then they battle. We get a clutch Schwarber homer. We get a big hit from Edmundo Sosa. Nick Castellanos hitting bombs. Brandon Marsh, the best hitter in baseball. Fritzy, we're back. We're so back. And and, uh, and, uh, Thursday night, I understood it. It was like, what a despondent, brutal, awful, what are you guys doing kind of performance where they just came out lifeless. And I said it after the game, like, they look like a team that uh, had just played two games on Tuesday, played a day game yesterday. They get to return home for the first time in like eight days. And they get to uh, face Ryan Feltner, who had like an eight ERA and the Rockies team who had lost eight straight. And they kind of just were like, all right, we'll show up and win. Yeah. Um, and to this team's credit and what they did last year and what they did uh, at the beginning of portions of this year, which is they bounce back. And it's like, Every time people are like, wow, there it is. There's the, there's the Fugazi baseball team. They're, they're, they're the one-hit wonders that got hot and went to the World Series last year. It feels like they do a really, really good job bouncing back. And when they have an embarrassing loss, like they did 5 nothing, like they did last Saturday, um, you know, they, it feels like the next game they come out, more locked in, more ready to go. And we have to understand that, like, bad games happen. I mean, bad teams beat good teams all the time. I mean, worst teams in baseball will still win 60-plus games. Maybe not the uh, A's. Not the A's, buddy. Maybe not, maybe not the, the A's, A's, pal. Uh, but, like, it's just it, – it's good to see them kind of starting to right the ship. And I know Thursday night was bad, but I, I still genuinely felt the, the, the last week and a half of baseball that we'd seen from them, James, was closer to, the, to them starting to break through and be the team that we believed in uh, in this offseason. And, like – taking three or four, coming back in some, some of these games, not always being the prettiest brand of baseball, whatever. You know, they had a lot of that last year. They still made the playoffs and went to the World Series. So um, I'm proud of them. Welcome to the season. One game under 500. Uh, and I just, you know, I, I hate that there's an off day tomorrow, but whatever. I'm proud of them. I love it. Look at you. Proud You're such, a, such an easy sell. Look, nice to see Houston handle the Braves a little bit, as we hope for. Oh, it's a big difference between seven back and four and a half or four, whatever it is now, pending today's game, like, or no, four and a half, I guess it would be like, or five could be four and a half, whatever it is. Um, a big difference than, than the seven before and obviously way too early to, to worry about it. But yeah, look, I think I, I am very impressed with the way they battled back after the three run homer from Nola. Cause, cause Thursday was just a disgraceful, abysmal, embarrassing showing from that team. But then, you know, after three run homer, it looks like, oh man. And then Nola settled in and, and gave him six strong after that and really gave him a chance to win. And then, you know, who else but Schwarber? It's the big home run to tie it. Uh, you know, Sosa, the big hit to win it, you know, to, or to in the eighth. But so, and then makes that great play in the ninth. And, you know, and then the next night, you know, the two Casty homers, the, Christian Pache. I mean, what a day. You get two homers from Castellanos and a Pache homer. Like, you have to win that game. Like, that's an automatic must win in the moment. 
But and it wasn't pretty. And look, today they handled business, and you know they got some hits when they needed it, some home runs with runners on base. What I thought the Stott homer, by the way, I was listening to Fransky, only the third home run with runners in scoring position all season. So good. Sounds to hear. about right. It's yeah. good to hear. Sounds, um, sounds about right. But like, look, you could look at it and say, listen, they they should have beaten these teams that you know it, it, on a, a higher. You know, they should be better than eleven and twelve based on the schedule to start the season, like that. And that's fair. You know, they should have you know, one more against the Reds. They shouldn't have, you know, they should have swept the Rockies. Jack said it going in the weekend. Or I was probably like, it's a sweep. It's got to be a sweep this weekend. And, you know, the way it happens, you're happy with three or four. But the flip side, they've won six of eight. You know, as much as it doesn't seem like it, they've won six of eight. And to your point, I think seeing them battle through adversity, and I know it's not serious adversity, but early season adversity, and when they really have to get hits or make plays, We've seen them make it. We've seen guys bear down. The bullpen, zero runs allowed all weekend. Oh, the three games they won, zero runs when they needed it, especially in those first two games. Like today, you know, obviously a bit of a, an easy one. But the first two games were close. They were losing. The bullpen kept a minute. So I'm with you. You know, I, I, 11 and 12 is not amazing. And I still think you have to be more disappointed than not with the start of the season. I think we're back. Now, the last pop we did, we're like, we're back. And then they lost that game and, and maybe they're back. So I, I feel like more back than not. Well, I, and I just think that all the signs are there, that they're they're a good team. Like, uh, we've been over this, I feel like, the last, you know, what, after the first week freakout, which I think was kind of justified because it was like every facet of the game they were just dreadful at, where it was just mm -hmm. like, how about you guys just be major league baseball players? Maybe mm -hmm. a crazy concept there. Um, but, but really it started that Sunday of the red series. Um, and even though they split, like the Saturday game was just the worst, but um, like you've seen, like you've seen them kind of settle into what we think they're going to be going forward. Now, the thing that's going to be the, the, the big kind of question mark as to how much can we believe in them is going to be Wheeler and Nola. Um, because without their number one, and number two being like true number ones and number two, um, it's hard to like start putting them down as 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 being you know uh, I think they could probably still make the playoffs the way they're pitching right now but like doing actual damage like you need your aces you need your guys to be your guys and um, you know like like Nola did fine on on Thursday uh, on on Friday night it was good the first inning home run was annoying um, but whatever like he he bounced back it was more it was more good rather than great. And uh, I think and again against the Rockies, I mean, there's a bad right. lineup. It's a bad team. You know, it's going to be different when you're facing that Braves lineup or, you know, whatever you want to say. Well, thankfully, they don't plan as much as they do. And uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, now. hey, now, but the, the, my, my concerning thing with Aaron Ola right now is that he has 21 strikeouts in 28 innings. Uh, his his strikeout per nine is seven. His yeah. career is like nine and a half, ten. Um, so he had three strikeouts on, on Friday night, which is just like, I mean, if he wants to be a contact pitcher, whatever, but like the, Aaron Nola that was fourth in Cy Young last year and like has been a very valuable pitcher in the last couple of years. And what made him value valuable was taking down a ton of innings, not walking anyone and striking out a ton of batters. Well, he's not striking out a ton of guys right now. So, um, you know, maybe he's changing up repertoire and, and being more contact, uh, oriented but still you know that's something to, to monitor going forward and, and zach wheeler today like he was like 
pretty good, and then it's well, he's unbelievable. And then it's yeah, just the like first that. three innings, he was he was unhittable. I mean, it was, seven it was strikeouts. He was awesome, stupid. Um, and then he, and he then, jumped. Yeah. But it's just like that fourth inning for him. You know, it was the yeah. third inning last time. It was the fourth inning this time, and it's like he gets there. It it kind of snowballs, and then he's like fine everywhere else besides that. It's it's actually very Aaron Nola ish. Yeah, it Zach is. Wheeler. It is. You're right. Yeah, they've actually really been carbon copies of each other this year. It's it's a great point, and you know it was nice to see Wheeler's velocity up early, but then you know again as he's gotten deeper, still 12 strikeouts in five innings. You know again not a good Rockies team, but I think I'm hopeful. I I think we we need to keep remembering at least for the early portion of the season that they did pitch it till November and that these are guys who literally had never pitched past like October 2nd or October 3rd, whenever their season had ended in the past. So like that is something that maybe it does take them a little bit longer to ramp up and get to where they need to be. Certainly a possibility, but to your point, you know, so far this season, neither of those guys has looked like Zach Wheeler or Nola, or at least the guys we expect them to be. So the interesting part about Wheeler's start today is that uh, I agree with you. The velocity is down. But you know what's so weird about him is that he did throw like a couple of 93-mile-an-hour sliders. Yep. So it's like maybe – so maybe this is them easing their way into the season. Because mm-hmm. it, in the, when he went back out there for the sixth, his fastball was back up to 96, 97. Um, yeah. And maybe like this is part of their um, – part of their management is like, Hey, we're not going to just don't go out and try to throw a hundred miles an hour. Like work your way up to it. I mean, that's yeah. how Verlander before he yeah. became, a, before he became a Met, uh, Verlander, <laughs> uh, pitches a ton of innings, like first inning, 92, 93. And then by the seventh, eighth, it was like, Oh, there's a hundred. Yeah. Um, so maybe, maybe, Hey, maybe that's what they're doing, but I think it's encouraging that at least he's like a 93 mile an hour slider doesn't happen by accident. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think that means something. Uh, I thought it well, generated stuff good... had life today, like yeah, especially early 100%. on. I mean, it just looked it looked Wheeler esque, and also, I mean, to your point, you're making about about the the way he's kind of easing himself into games and all that. I think that's absolutely something that could be happening with this team, and I think it makes a ton of sense. And I also thought it was a good sign that he that he came out and pitched the six. You know, it was what like ninety three or ninety four pitches. I, I wouldn't have been shocked at all if Topper's like early in the season. Let's just sit you down. Came back out, you know, cleaned it up in that six with an easy six. Went into the hundred pitches. Just the fact that they were like, we're confident at this point in the season to let you go over a hundred and and pitch at a spot where you don't necessarily have to. I like that too. Well, and I, and I thought that one thing that was interesting with Wheeler today is that it seemed like he uh, quickened up his tempo. So what I noticed early in the game, like usually he's uh, at a set position and then he drops down. And it's like methodical up and then at you. But what happened in the first couple of innings was just like down, up, bang, at you. And maybe that's like a way, maybe what he's trying to do from that aspect is, okay, I'll be quicker getting into my mechanics from the uh, windup. And then when I get in the stretch and I have to be faster with the pitch clock, my body's already going to be adjusted to yeah. it. Well, so, and that might take time to get used to, right? I mean, it wouldn't be surprised, especially because it seems like, as we talked about, it is for him has been something where most innings he's been good. He just keeps running into these spots where he walks some guys, runners get on base and he's pitching from the stretch and he's been struggling. So I know we've talked about that with Nolan in the past, but maybe the, the pitch clock combination of that with Wheeler is something he's still getting used to. Yeah. And uh, it, it does seem like the, it, it, today seemed like a classic case of I'm on such a roll out of the windup. And then it's like, oh well, here, here we go to the the stretch, and it's not gonna, 
it's yeah. not going to be as pretty. So, um, and, and I agree with you completely. Like, like I, I was actually of the mindset of like, why are you putting Wheeler out there again? Like it's early in the season. We don't need to have him over a hundred pitches. Um, but like, I've said this a lot when it comes, and he did the same thing with Nola on Friday night. Is mm-hmm. that Nola easily going to be done after what's after six? But he went seventh. Yep. And what I've been like kind of harping on 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 the final outs that I'm sure that you are uh, downloading, listening to on your, oh, on your yeah. walk in. I'm doing one of those things. Thank you. Um, <laughs> always appreciate the sport, but um, no, I'm just kidding. But what I but what I'm saying is that like I want. When, when people freak out about pulling Nola or pulling Wheeler, like should have pulled him earlier. Like, what are you doing, Rob Thompson? You're an idiot. My pushback to that is these guys have to learn to pitch through that. And I know it's early in the season and I get that, but like these guys have to be able to overcome this stuff so that as it gets later in the season, you can have them going seven, eight innings because as the games get bigger, you want your best pitchers in there. Um, and hopefully that's Wheeler and Nola. So like, I want to see them, work through adversity and push through adversity rather than the second anything goes wrong, bang, they're out of the game.